0: A crazy Karen pushes down the ladder I'm standing on, and I ended up breaking my collarbone this happened one week ago a Monday my worst day in over five years I'm a locksmith by trade and the job requires me to be up on ladders fixing doors and locks and whatever else is broken on a door I was working on the main entrance of a secondhand store sometimes I have to block off an entryway to fix a door and if I do I always try to find another option for customers to enter and exit the building I open an emergency exit door off to the right maybe 10 feet away of where I was working to make sure there was a door they could use I'm working Walking away, minding my own business, up on my ladder, listening to my audiobook on my Bluetooth headset, when an entitled Karen and her child walks towards me. Um, excuse me, I need to get into the store. I tried to explain her that the entryway was blocked for now and that there was another option, but she just wouldn't have it. I need it now. You can't block the door. You need to get out of my way. I then, in an annoyed voice, said, "There is a door right over there. You can go in." No, this is closer. Eventually, I just said, "Look, stop bothering me and go." Go to the other door this is when Karen takes things to the next level and by the next level I mean she gets arrested Karen was not taking any of my yelling at her she grabs her son by the wrist and tries to climb under my ladder while I'm on it her large purse catches the side rung of my ladder and pulled it over sending me my tools and the motor of the handicap operator I was working on smashing to the ground I fell on my shoulder breaking my collarbone and dislocating my shoulder the motor hit the ground and shattered and the ladder fell fell on her and her son. A cashier who saw the whole thing through the window rushed over to see if I was okay. I said, no, something is broken. Call the police and an ambulance. They arrive and the police take statements and I tell them I want to press charges before I was loaded up in the ambulance and taken to the hospital. The kid's father came to pick up his son who was not hurt, thankfully, and the Karen was taken away in handcuffs. No word yet on a court date or anything. This story is actually insane because it goes on to say that the lady ended up having to pay $30,000 in damages and ended up having four years in federal prison with two years on probation. She lost her son. She lost her marriage. She literally lost everything because of this, all because she couldn't use another door just to get into a store. The guy in the story had everything paid for him in the end, and this lady ended up paying for all of it. I'm super happy that the guy was able to get out of this on top and that this Karen absolutely got what was coming to them. I almost burned down my apartment. Last night after work I decided to sit on my patio and smoke some herb while I was watching the sunset. A couple of hours later I noticed a strong smell of smoke and fire. I live in Southern California so I assumed it was a local brush fire somewhere but I couldn't find anything online about it. I even posted about it in my local subreddit asking if anyone else smelled smoke. The smell got stronger and stronger to the point it was hard to breathe. I walked all around my apartment to make sure nothing was burning but found nothing. I went back to my patio a couple of times and the smell was very strong outside. So I assumed there must be a fire somewhere and smoke was blowing my direction. Jump ahead to an hour ago. I come home from being out all day and my apartment still smells like smoke. I was confused. I walked out to my patio and randomly started moving things around. I picked up one of those clay planter pots that was filled with dirt and it burned my hand. Somehow I must have put ash in the pot full of dirt and it started a fire that smoldered for 16 hours. I'm still not sure how dirt caught on fire. The pot was sitting on a carpet. I live in a 40 unit building. This could have been bad. This guy got super lucky because dirt can have a lot of organic material in it like bark and leaves that is like super flammable. So it kind of depends on what kind of dirt he put in there. But yeah, he could have started a very serious fire. I mean, what you do in your spare time is all good and it's up to you, but you got to be careful where you put your ashes, especially if you're in California where fires are such a big problem. Be safe, be smart, and just don't get things burned down. I found my boyfriend on Tinder. My boyfriend and I are just getting ready to move in with each other in like a week. We met on Tinder three years ago and have been dating ever since. I recently talked to him about some of his toxic behavior and how it needs to stop before he moves in. He agreed. Yesterday, I received a screenshot from a mutual of a Tinder profile with his picture and name along with his correct age. I was in shock, but this is not the first time. A couple months ago, another girl told me this, but didn't have any screenshots. I confronted my boyfriend and he denied it was him, and got angry with me that I would even think it was him. I haven't confronted him yet, but I know he will deny it. Am I stupid for believing it isn't him? Do people make fake Tinder accounts of real people and impersonate them often? Or is this truly him and I've just been a fool? I think people do make Tinder accounts with other people just to try and catfish other people, but this is too much of a coincidence for it not to be him. The first time I can understand where it's just anecdotal where you don't have any proof, but this this time there's concrete evidence, there's literal screenshots of him on Tinder. That's super suspicious. I think this next conversation this lady is going to have with her boyfriend is going to be very crucial on whether or not they stay together or even move in together. But if this guy actually is on Tinder while also having a girlfriend, this is absolutely tragic. And this guy is 100% a piece of garbage. I got caught cheating on a history test. I recently remembered yet another core middle school memory. So here we go. This one was in eighth grade. I had a history teacher who was pretty chill and had us grade our own tests. We just got a red pen and marked the ones we got wrong as he read all the answers aloud. The test we were taking was pretty hard. I don't remember exactly what it was on, but almost the whole class struggled, myself included. While we were grading, I was getting a ton of them wrong. I probably got like half the test wrong, so I decided to change my answers. I would erase my wrong answers and write down the right ones in place of it. Then I kept about two answers wrong so it wouldn't be suspicious that I got 100% while everyone else got a 60 or 70%. I got 92% by cheating, but since I had done the extra credit, I got 5 points extra, totaling to a 97%. He had us tell him our grade out loud for him to put in his grade book, but we could go up if we didn't want to say it out loud. So when he called my name, I said 97. Everyone was looking at me like I was a ghost. He gave me candy, and then at the end of class, collected our tests. I thought I got away with it, but when I went to class the next day, he called me up to the front during class. He proceeded to hand me two tests and asked me to spot the differences. Both tests had my name and handwriting on them, but one had like nine answers wrong, and one had two. It hit me that he made copies of our tests to check if we were changing our answers, and he had caught me red-handed. He made me tell the entire class that I cheated, and then gave me a 5%. I asked why I got a 5% and not a 0, and he said, because I did the extra credit. He made me go sit down after that, and the entire class laughed their butts I wanted to cry out of embarrassment. I ended up having my schedule changed and never went anywhere near that classroom again. I got teased until my sophomore year of high school over it. I thought I would never live it down. I think this is a pretty honest lesson that cheating never wins. Like, there's a chance you could get away with it, but at the end of the day, you're risking it big. The teacher is a genius for making copies of the tests before he had his students grade them. Because he caught this person red-handed. In all honesty, it's just not worth cheating. It's better just to get the zero or just to fail the test in general than it is to risk getting caught cheating. That's almost worse than failing. But at least this lesson's stuck and he probably won't cheat anytime in the future. Today, I messed up by accidentally mixing bleach and vinegar. This happened over an hour ago. I'm currently sitting outside, getting fresh air and soaking in my shame. I'm so disappointed in myself. Today was the day I decided that I would take apart and deep clean my dishwasher. After pulling all of the parts out and scrubbing anything detachable, I started on the actual walls of the dishwasher. I had some stubborn stains, that I was trying to scrub with vinegar. I had diluted the vinegar with a little bit of water on the door of the dishwasher. No matter how hard I scrubbed, the stains weren't coming off. So my big brain decided to go grab the bleach since it's so good at removing stains. I grabbed the bottle and poured some into the dishwasher, right into the vinegar. I kneeled down and scrubbed for a minute before I realized the smell. I immediately knew I messed up. I closed my dishwasher and ran around my house. I opened every window, closed interior doors, turned my fan on full blast turned on my vents and turned the ac to fan only i locked all my pets into rooms and turned my birds air purifier on full blast and closed the ac vent to their room once i ensured proper ventilation and pet safety i went back to the dishwasher i grabbed my eight quart soup pot and filled it with water i dumped that into the dishwasher making sure to pour it on the door and then i had to put it back together before i could start a rinse cycle to drain it i got all that done in 10 minutes and then sat outside to calm down and breathe in and some fresh air. Once I calmed down, I called poison control to tell on myself. I felt like such an idiot explaining everything to the lady. Luckily, she was very nice and let me know that I did everything I was supposed to. Then she, of course, told me not to do that again and to monitor myself for any symptoms. Since then, I have showered and put my clothes into the washing machine. I am now beating myself up over this. I don't know why I did such a dumb thing. I could have really hurt myself or my pets, especially my birds. Luckily, everyone is acting normal and I'm doing just fine. Now all that's left to do is just to tell my fiancé what I did once he gets home. So I googled it and mixing bleach and vinegar creates potentially lethal chlorine gas. I had no idea this was actually a thing. Apparently it's super unsafe. This is actually really good to know. I did not know this was something that could happen. I occasionally use bleach and vinegar to clean objects or surfaces. I didn't know it could create a poisonous substance. It's actually really good that the original poster didn't get hurt or somebody didn't, I don't know, unalive themselves. Because I would have had no... No idea. But I probably would have figured it out once the gas started to smell absolutely obnoxious. So yeah, just a little life lesson. Don't mix vinegar and bleach. Otherwise, you're just gonna poison yourself. My boyfriend is obsessed with Elden Ring. Much like every other girl out there, I have lost my 23-year-old boyfriend to Elden Ring. It wasn't a big deal at first because I see how the first week of the game is exciting and fun. Elden Ring is fun and I occasionally play it, but my boyfriend takes it to a new level. He logged close to 200 hours since its release. He's finished the game already and is almost done with his second playthrough. On Saturday, he started playing at 30 in the afternoon and it is now 8 o'clock p.m. Sunday evening. He hasn't stopped outside of grabbing a drink or going to the toilet. That's pretty much it. I asked him to pay attention to me today. He says, I just have to beat this boss. I just have to find this treasure. I just have to do this or that. Finally, I got him off of the game and thought we could talk for an hour before I had to go to sleep at 9 and his stupid friends ended up up messaging him about playing on the game. He just kept saying, I just have to help them beat this one boss. Yeah. Okay, buddy. I'll see you when I wake up in the morning like I have since the game came out. He wants to know why I'm upset, but honestly, I can't even process the words for it. He's really good about talking our frustrations out, but part of me feels guilty because I want to be the cool girlfriend and the other part wants to go into a rage and just absolutely start breaking things. Does anyone have advice on how I can talk to him? I totally understand where this guy is coming from because Elden Ring is addicting. That game is so much fun. I myself found my Saturday completely sucked away from me when I looked up and it was 4 o'clock in the afternoon and I hadn't done anything besides get out of bed and play Elden Ring. So I see where she's coming from of not seeing her boyfriend ever again. I don't think I've taken it to the extreme of not moving for literally a day, but I think I'm coming close. She just needs to talk to him and be honest and maybe rip the game away from him for maybe just 30 minutes so they can at least try and begin to discuss this issue. It sounds like this is just a fun new toy for this guy and he really enjoys the game which is understandable because it's a fantastic game but a little communication will go a long way. All of my friends and family think my boyfriend is ugly. So it's important to start by saying that I had not lived at home since I was 18 until the pandemic. So my whole dating life has been entirely separate to my family life up to this point. I've been in one serious but unhappy relationship that lasted a year but the rest of my relationships have never made it past three months and I've never mentioned anyone I've seen to to my family, I began dating this guy three months ago and very quickly realized that we had a lot in common and that I wanted to see where this would go. I began chatting to my friends about him and showing pictures as you do. And every single one of my friends has said something like, he has a weird face. Shame about his face. That's unfortunate. And just always commenting that he's less attractive and that it won't last because of that. But I kept telling myself that he has so many other qualities that I really like and that the way he looks does didn't bother me. It never stopped me wanting to be physical with him, so I didn't see why it mattered. So we continued dating, and I eventually mentioned him to my mom. I told her a bit about him, and then a couple weeks later, I showed her a picture, and she instantly took a disliking to him and started asking me what I was doing, trying to figure out what I saw in him. She literally said, He must think himself really lucky to have someone that looks like you. And up until this point, she had liked the idea of him. Now I don't really know what to do. I like this guy a lot, and I think I might be falling for him but to know that all of my friends and family think he is ugly and keep commenting on how he is less attractive is really upsetting should i just try and ignore them is it really a bad idea to date someone that's supposedly less attractive than you even if they make you really happy this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage First off, I want to say that the friends and family in this situation are terrible people. The original poster here does not need to listen to anybody else. She already knows that she loves this man. Who cares what anyone else thinks? There is so much more to a relationship than just physical looks. She's found somebody who's compatible, who she loves, someone she wants to be close with, and someone that she genuinely feels loved with. Why on earth would she care what other people think? I would personally tell all those people who are saying that my significant other is unattractive to get lost. This has Nothing to do with them. Overall, she owes nobody an explanation as to why she loves him and should continue to be with him regardless of what anyone thinks of how he looks. My female best friend is acting jealous of me dating, even though she rejected me romantically herself. Me and my friend have always been close, but after she broke up with her boyfriend a few months ago, we got even closer since I was getting out of a difficult relationship around that time too. We talk every day, often for hours at a time, hang out one on one, and basically share everything. We're always there for each other in times of crisis. A few weeks ago, I realized I wanted to be more than friends, so I asked her out, and she rejected me very firmly. She said she only saw me as a friend, a close friend, in fact, basically family, her words, not mine, but a friend nonetheless. Since then, she started dating again and has constantly asked me for advice on how to act around these guys she's seeing. At first, it was difficult since I liked her, but I powered through it to be there for her. She said she knew it was painful for me, but she needed my advice and support, and a good friend should always be there. The thing is, I know she's not testing me and challenging me to make a move again. She's getting quite serious with one of those guys, and it's looking like they'll be official very soon, and she's quite smitten with him. She has also reiterated her stance on numerous occasions that I am not on the table as a romantic partner. I haven't even brought it up again since I accepted her decision to say no, but she always finds a way to bring it up just to remind me that it's never going to happen. However, Last week, I met a lovely girl and we exchanged numbers. We had a coffee date last Saturday and my friend got really, really weird around me. She kept asking me about it and not in a happy way. These were instead really personal probing questions. Even when it became clear that I was uncomfortable, she kept trying to ask more questions. And last night, myself and this new lady had dinner together and we ended up going back to her place. My friend was texting me all night and when I told her I was on a date, she got really, really weird and then kept texting me texting me more and asking why I was being slow with my response. I stopped responding after a while, and this morning I had a barrage of upset texts. She called me as soon as I was home and wanted to know all about the date. How do we do? Am I seeing her again? Did we sleep together? It was really intrusive, and I felt very uncomfortable. I think she's jealous of the fact that I'm dating, but I don't understand why since she rejected me. Does she want me to be single forever? Why? She's very open about the fact that she's dating all these wonderful men and I'm glad to see her happy. So why isn't she happy for me? Surely she would be delighted I'm going on dates with new women because it means I'm not going to try and make a move on her again especially now that she's getting serious with a potential new boyfriend. It seems like she wants me to be supportive and happy for her going out with guys but is jealous and unsupportive when I go out with other girls. I'm at a loss at how to handle this. I don't want to lose her as a friend but the sheer hypocrisy is doing my head in. Yeah, the lady here is very jealous for some weird reason and it's. sounds like she just wants him around without him actually having any kind of happiness. Like it feels like a power play, like she's happy she has someone around her that she has some semblance of control over because she rejected him. She's being very selfish. It sounds like she likes having him as a satellite. Someone who just kind of hangs around and is always around her. More like an object than an actual friend. This is very toxic and this guy does not need this. At the end of the day, honestly she is not his friend. She's manipulating him and she's being very toxic. This seems like an ego boost for her and he can do a lot better with finding better friends. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Turn on notifications so you never miss a video.